Toretto's Shitty Tuna Sandwich. There, uh, 10 out of 10 movies. I think I fucked up the name every single week. Proud of 11. Myself. Way to be consistent. <laughs> Even better. Your host, always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Matt Zombie Dog. Oh, boy. Uh, Vo Hall H.C. Viva Forenza, Canada, from 1971 through 73. Dykes. <laughs> I was just waiting. And then the surname. Come on, do the whole name. So just just to clarify, was the oh boy a part of that name? Or no, no, was that the just you looking at going, oh name. boy. Yeah, I, me regretting instantly picking the longest name on there for you. Is that the longest nickname we've ever had? I uh, think that's longer. I think that's longer than who, what, why, where, when, how we did in shower, shadows. I know, I'm, I'm not doing the syllable math on that to get there, so I'm just going to go with <laughs> yes. That's it. We did it. <laughs> Until the next one, which yeah. is Joel. <laughs> yeah, we, Super well, God, no. just, it's the only Joe. No, jo- Joel's going to be much shorter. We have Joel AMC Pacer do it. <laughs> it's the Pacer. Every, everyone's favorite car. Like like the the car at the start of NASCAR where they're just going the minimum speed for all the other cars <laughs> to drift behind them until they start the actual race. What are you uh, trying to say about Joel? No, I believe slow, mostly <laughs> slow and mildly in the way, but it's okay. No, it's no, no. What he's saying, what he's saying is Joel sets the pace. He sets uh, okay, the pace. I like it. Oh, point, he, you know, he sets that bar. The bare minimum. It's it's yeah. the Joel threshold. Yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I believe the Pacer is the car that Garth drives in Wayne's World, but I could be wrong there. Um, but uh, so if that helps you feel anything at all, Joel, you know, you I've never seen those movies. You've never seen Wayne's World? <clears throat> no. All right, Nothing surprises have... me at any point. <laughs> Moving on. For once in my life, I'm speechless. Yeah, so am I. So we're giving Ryan the cool one, although I think I've already used this one, but but Ryan's earned a cool one. We got Ryan DMC DeLorean Lutons. I don't think we've used it, but I like it. So I'm a blimp and a time traveling car. All right. Yeah. I mean, I did give well, you it the, the, the 8183. It... I did give you the new one. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, is it the new the new De- DeLorean? Because we could have used the old one, and now we've just used the new one. So, well, well, the new ones in this movie we're talking about exactly. Cipher pulls up in one. It's just like, oh, this stupid car ad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it took you ten of these films to realize that it's just a car ad. No, because a lot yeah. of movies they don't really <laughs> showcase the brands of the cars. They just like no, they the cars do. Are cool. I mean, a little well, bit. This well, was, well, I think, this was the DeLorean was the most blatant to me. But even I'm still five fired. has the fucking Dodge logo, like full size <laughs> of the screen. That's, you're not wrong. When they go to the the vault, it's like, and this is the Dodge. Look at the power the Dodge has. It can pull a vault. It's a Dodge. Dodge. I just and now I own a Dodge, so you know it worked for me. Uh, you and I pay attention to entirely different things during these movies. <laughs> I've come to notice. Well, Matt, I don't pay attention to it. Logos. It's just fucking there. I can't help it. Well, so, so no one else realized it. Maybe you can. Uh, Maybe I just pay more attention than the rest of you to the wrong parts of the movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we're getting at. Shit, you're onto something there. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Paul Walker? The character? That's the character's name, right? <laughs> yep, that's the character who's who's no longer in these movies. Um, <laughs> all right, let, let's... Uh, oh, boy. Okay, so Fast X is, is what we're talking about today, and clearly we're all very excited to talk about it as we're just killing time left and right not <laughs> talking about it. Um, came out earlier this year. Uh, did did okay. People thought it... Like, I mean, obviously Vin Diesel wanted this to be the largest movie ever made, and it's just... 
I think we're, we've passed that point. If we were going to make that movie, you, you already made it. And at this point, it's kind of like, oh, people are showing up because it's another one. But mm. that's really the only driving force here. I mean, let's be honest. Vin Diesel's opinions on what the film is going to be is questionable at best, considering he thought that Fast 8 was going to be... Best picture. Going to best, best picture at the Oscars. Yep. Maybe the Razzies. Maybe. But... <laughs> it's not bad enough for the Razzies. It's not good enough for anything else. Fast 8 <laughs> is just a... See you next week in our rankings. Um, <laughs> it's it's Kids Choice Awards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, MTV award. Best Kiss yeah. winner. <laughs> nope. Uh, but no, I... I I saw Fast X opening weekend with my wife. Very excited to see it. And then, uh, you know, even going in, knowing the reviews are saying, is great. The rest of it is really not. Uh, and even with that, I, I we were kind of talking before we started recording. I really enjoy watching this movie, but I think it's one of the worst movies we have. But for some reason, it's more okay being that bad. I think I largely credit that to Momoa. Like, he kind of brings it to this different level. Um but yeah, this is kind of a rough watch. Like, uh, I believe Joel said while we were watching it, this is fucking cartoons. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, at this point, it kind to of be is. fair, though, this has been fucking cartoons since what was the one where they parachuted out of the thing? Seven? Well, I'd give it to six when they're like launching across the bridge because the tank is chasing them. But oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Th- that'd be my first, like, oh, we're going full Wiley Coyote on this. Okay, I, I can mm-hmm. dig it. Uh, but this one is where I think they've, they've finally gone like a bridge too far. And by the end of this movie with driving down the dam as it's exploding up behind him and the blue fire mixing with the orange fire, like this is just, and it makes kind of an X cause we're in fast X mm-hmm. like guys, this is <laughs> I think I've they spent like three million fucking dollars on this thing. Like, ugh, I would not want to be in the universal boardroom talking about, you know, you know when like every time, every now and again, I'll bring up like, you know how much of an impact 9-11 had? And then this film has like... An... They're blowing up a fucking dam there that's going yeah. to wipe out whatever village is below it as well. Like, this is an insane world to be in. Yeah, oh yeah. This <laughs> is like, why would you live in Gotham if Gotham was a real place? In Fast and Furious, it's like, why would you live on Earth? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why would you live anywhere that Dominic Toretto goes? Just like... don't live anywhere where there's groups of people dancing in booty shorts, because it, it's just going to get blown up. Like, it's just yeah. not I worth just, it. I just want to see one scene where Dominic Toretto, like, like, basically like a remake of First Blood, but it's Dominic Toretto, and the sheriff is like, we don't want you in our town. We don't want our town destroying Toretto. Get out of here. And Toretto just goes, family. And then he just yeah. starts driving around. <laughs> no, 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 you mean, family. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just getting more and more. Sir, please remove the marbles from your mouth. Yeah, th- this one was probably the most mumbly. But anyhow, that was my hot I mean, take. that was a better uh, joke than I was going to pull. I was going to say, did he have a stroke at some point? <laughs> did anybody else see this in theaters, or was this everybody else's first time? No, oh, it's my first time. First time. Timer I here. Seen, oh wow! I didn't see the rest of them by the time it was in theaters, and I thought if I jump in now, this is not going to work very well. And I didn't want to. I I was keeping with the I will watch them as we go through them, not yeah. just like I'll just go through all. I think and- I think if I'd have just watched them all <laughs> back to I'd have been like. Guys, I'm going to sit the rest of this podcast series out. <laughs> it's a bit much. You jump in the tent. It's like, mm-mm. I want to join the uh, I want to join the Matt and Joel Joel Club and be the first timers for a Fast mm. and Furious movie. Mm-hmm. 
I'll be doing that mm-hmm. a lot with our with our next show, which I have not done before, so I'm excited. But, oh, I guess I did it for Hobbs and Shaw, and then greatly regretted it. So we'll see how next show goes. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. Um, I mean, there is regret. If it, on if my it makes level you feel too. better, the whole of the next series is better than Hobbs and Shaw. It's not saying yeah. much. It's it's a very fucking low bar, a, but the, it 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 jumps over it. The bar has been buried by Hobbs and Shaw. Um, but all right, <laughs> I want to hear some other hot takes. So where, where did you guys where did you guys land on it? I want to hear some other hot takes. Um, I will let someone me, else go because I keep mumbling and shit. So I'll just for me, um, I was as I was watching, I was thinking, okay, this is very subpar. Like we are definitely, um, we're trying to outdo ourselves when our greatness was what three or four movies ago, and it shows. Uh, they they try to up the bars in ways that really can't be done. Um, even like when you think about nine and they went to space and even now you're like, Oh, now we're back on. Okay. Like nothing. The movie is saved by Jason Momoa and his antics, but even that, and I'm a firm believer that good villains make good movies, but even with Jason Momoa, I'm like, no, no. Jason Momoa was fantastic in this, but even he couldn't save this movie to save his life. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. Um, Joel, where'd you land? Jason Momoa is the only one that wanted to be there. <laughs> That's so true. I, I, you know how everyone, everyone else is a paycheck, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like Fast Nine. I remember it was Roman, right? Who like became self aware of yeah. what he was in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and this felt like that too, except nobody was having fun with it. Uh, like that felt more of like a, a playful jab. This feels like to, oh well, we've got to we got to loop loop this up and, and close the loop on it. It, it reminded me weirdly a little bit of uh, Avengers: Infinity War, where like the most captivating thing was the villain and the, the center of gravity about all that was happening. Except none of them wanted to be there. Like n- nobody else pretended or even got close to the level that the other actors did in something like that. Um, it is absurd and i don't know about you guys but things felt a little like fast-paced throughout all this i don't remember much in terms of like character development and growth which i think goes back to the like those people are there to be their archetype of a character and that's about it like there are good moments but it's just it it didn't connect to me and it, it goes back to like there's a lot of fun in here this is not objectively a good movie yeah no this yeah. is um you I mean it was a good comparison to infinity i i like infinity war a little bit more than this one um mm-hmm. actually quite a bit more uh i, I, I love infinity yeah, war yeah, yeah. Infinity a good was, movie. I, I don't want to drag was for the last yeah yeah, yeah that, right. that's yeah. not meant as drag i was just thinking more like infrastructure wise you know yeah the... no i i totally yeah. get what you're saying yeah infinity war has a lot going on and but they managed to tie it together whereas this film has a lot going on and they kind of tie it together very but, loosely but, with thread that's about to snap they both very clearly know that this is the first in a two-part, well, in this case, three-part sequel or finale. But I think this one... They're walking know, that back already. This one already knows it too much. And so there's too much of us that is just seemingly setting the stage for the next one. I, I'm going to say this. When you have a movie like Fast X and how bad there are so many loose ends and then you look at dead reckoning part one and how everything kind of fit nicely into the boat, even though you know that there's more to come. 
Mission Impossible did it better. Whereas this one, you're like, they're about to drown at the very end. Like, there needs to be some type, like, this is not a weekly special where we have to wait three years for the next movie. Whereas Mission Impossible, everything worked up, wrapped up nicely. And at the very end, you see a sub and you're like, holy crap, they still have to deal with the actual machine. So there's a difference between good storytelling. However, I think that's the problem. Like when you go into a film saying like, oh, this is part one of blah, 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 blah. You just go into it knowing that everything that's happening yeah. Yeah. doesn't really matter because it's just leading up to leading to the next one, especially with this one, because you've got this thing and it's it's running, like like Joel said, it's so fast paced. So it's running like 100 miles an hour towards that finish line. But you know that's not the finish line. So when it gets yeah. to the end and it's like you've got this, oh, curse your inevitable betrayal by Jack Matt, Reacher. Matt, <laughs> and... I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I'm sorry. Well, we should make oh, mute, mute him. Mute him. Mute him again. <laughs> but I, that's the thing. It's it just there's just so much happening in this film that kind of leads nowhere. Like, and I think I said in the, in the chat, like there's so many characters, and unfortunately, it's mainly female characters who show up in this film and have literally no. There's no point that they're being like Helen Mirren, just like randomly showing up mm-hmm. for like no reason. You've got um who who plays his uh his uh grandma like uh I'm oh, I, her I, name. Frida Marino. Thank you. Like we got like a legend in this thing. No she's underused. Just, like who just shows up to be like I love you, Dom. And then they you move on, Sh- and that's it. Charlie Theron, who is again, she's been very underused. In this series, the whole movie, completely, the whole, like, like every single. I feel so validated. In. Everyone thought I was going to talk trash about her, like way back when, before we even started this. I'm like, no, I'm just saying she's the most underused person in the entire yeah. franchise. And she's still, and she still comes back for a third time, and they still haven't figured out what her character is. It's just like, oh well, now she's in prison, but Letty's in prison because we got to split Letty and Dom up again. <clears throat> we haven't done this before. Um, but now we need Letty to get out. Oh, what are we gonna do? Let's have Charlie's Theron show up, and like they can break out together, but then they can try and fight to keep her in prison. Then th- again, what the hell is going on with the security in that prison? There was an alarm going off. Letty managed to climb all the way up that vent thing, come all the way back down, and there's still no guards in there. There's still yeah. no guards have shown up, and it's like she's just laying there going. Told you you'd need me. And she's like, where did you get those suits from? <laughs> you just go to like, is, is there a fucking mall on this like clandestine Antarctic black site or something that you just went like you went to the local mall and like, oh, just a bit of shopping for some like you know winter gear. It's a bit chilly out there. And oh man, but again, it's just this underusing of these characters. Like you have, yeah. I don't even know what the character's name is, and I, I vaguely can't really remember the actress actress's name, Daniela. Melonquire or something like that. Oh, Ratcatcher 2? Ratcatcher 2, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal actress. Literally does nothing but, oh, I think she's got some files here that, like, you know, why do you have them still? Like, what What the hell? Like, oh, I'll just keep these around just in case. Just in case. Like, I mean, this is 10 years ago as well, apparently, according to this book. So, A, she must have been a kid. So, again, why is this kid looking at these files going, Oh, I'll keep them around for now. And then B, why is she like basically Dante's girlfriend 
oh, something like that, and hasn't given him the files anyway. I just it, it she might as well just been called misexposition. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, we wanted to bring back Thor's wife, but we kind of shot her in the face. Yeah, exactly. uh, sister. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sister that was never, never heard of, never mentioned, not one mention of having a sister, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, and then and then suddenly she's like, oh yeah, because I got I got a nephew now or whatever it is, yeah. whatever that relation is. I don't. Fucking know. I also just I. Joking aside, I love the fucking bloodhound sniffing like family dog that Dom is. Like she just shows yeah. up like yeah. that's family. That's your side of family. <laughs> I mean he's just like literally just a dog. Family, 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 family. <laughs> so, and if they're not have your leg. if they're not actual blood relatives, then they're gonna be a metaphor a meta metaphorical. Metaphorical? Meta sure. metaphysical. Whatever. Metaphorical family by the end of the fucking film. And it's like, you know, it doesn't matter if you just, if you've killed everyone in a frigging hospital, but you, you know, you say a couple of nice things and it's like, oh, you're family now. Oh, he even come accepted in. Jack Reacher at like the very drop of a hat and it's like, you idiot. Like, yeah, come like Everyone can see, like, oh, he's the bad guy. Like, yep, there's, there he is. That, that's him. Cause if you didn't catch yeah. him in the opening beginning, which I think he's so recognizable, you just sit in the office. I'm like, like, oh, there he is. Like, it's like, oh, look, right there's, there. an Arnold, there's an Arnold Schwarzenegger looking motherfucker there. Why is he there? He's got big arms. Jack Reed, Jack, Jack Reed, I don't, again, no idea what the guy, the character's name is. I forgot. Yeah, no idea whatsoever. this film doesn't really give a shit about who the new, these new characters are. Like, we're just throwing a bunch of new characters and, oh, look, it's like, you know, this guy is really famous now. He's really good as Jack Reacher. People love him. He's great as Jack Reacher. We'll, we'll put him in here and, oh, look, Brie Larson. She, she's really famous. She'll, we'll throw her in. Who is yeah, she? Um... Nobody's oh, family. Who, who nobody's fucking mentioned. Like, and all of a sudden, Dom suddenly knows that he's like, does Dom have like a Rolodex of like top secret, like clandestine operations and their family members? Just because, like, I'm all about family. I need to see your family before I work for you, family. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> the like... family book. <laughs> it's like literally just a little black. He's got a little black book that just has family on it. Dom's yeah. family ethos is I'll show you yours if you show me mine. Or, I'll, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yeah, that, yeah. that's that, that is that's the Dom right. way. Um, oh my god. The one that but, I will yeah. say though, before we, we keep <laughs> before we start like diving into more chronologically, because there are there is some good stuff in this movie. We did all kind of I, say, I did like, rant we, a little bit more than I was expecting. Yeah, we're all didn't, like, even we... mention, didn't even mention Momoa. Momoa, fucking great. Like, yeah, I know. Like, Momoa's so great. good in this. Cena's really fun in this. He's playing a wildly yeah. different character than the last movie, but that's I mean, fine. It's like, that's like completely like that's why I just kept calling him Peacemaker in my notes. It's like yeah, he's just Peacemaker now. Yeah, he's just he's Peacemaker just... now. But I'm also kind of fine with that because I like Peacemaker, so yeah. yeah. Um, he, he's infinitely more likable in this movie than he was where he was the antagonist. Oh, because for again, sure. again, it's like, oh well, he's family, so all of a sudden we're gonna forgive everything he's ever done. Like <laughs> He's essentially a war criminal, I think, at one point. Like, no, but, he, some but of the he's stuff family. He did. He's but family. now he's family and it's yeah. fine. He's family. 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 Um, but I, I'll I tell you one thing. My brother tries to family. murder me. I fucking, I don't give a shit if he says sorry at any point. I'm still shooting the fucker in the head. He tried to kill me uh, and my family. If if my brother is John Cena, I might forgive him. It's, it's John Cena. Yeah. He's so charismatic. True. <laughs> you know um, what? I, I, I'm i going to bet like 
10 to 1, he comes back in the sequel and is actually the big villain and he's actually still a villain. And it's, whoa, I don't, family betrayed you again, Dom. As I mentioned to you when you when you messaged me while watching this, like, I can't believe they just killed Peacemaker. I'm like, yeah, he knew how to get out of that franchise. Like, that, <laughs> he's not coming back. That was a, uh, this was fun, guys. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, but we've seen people get blown up in cars before and somehow managed to survive that. Yeah, so, but those people know, weren't doing I things. <laughs> I didn't see them doing anything else in between. Like Gal Gadot comes back mysteriously right after Wonder Woman three gets shut down. Mm. <laughs> like, like I, I see what's going on here. Peacemaker's blowing up. Yeah, he's not coming back. He's gone. <laughs> and it's okay. The movies will be fine without him. Like this thing, he didn't even he wasn't even with anyone from the franchise the whole movie. He just kind of shows yeah. up. Like I don't think John Cena spent a day with Vin Diesel on this movie, and that's it's fine. It works. He's hey, the best driver. driver. That, that's really all he is. He's delivering a package. Yeah. And it's really because Vin Diesel didn't want to be like, hi, guy, hi, dude. Yep, looking up at yeah. him like that. Hey, little brother. Like, how, <laughs> how you doing up there? Hey, little brother. <laughs> He's like, can I get a half apple? Uh, Vin, you're going to need a stepladder to be eye yeah. to eye with this you're, guy. You're going to need a couple of apples is all I'm telling you. <laughs> you're going to need a whole bushel. <laughs> I love the idea of referring to a like a, a crate of... Uh, of um apple boxes as a bushel of apples i'm sure someone's done that. um you'll need the whole tree to be yeah like in, to be eye lined with, with anyhow vin diesel is short uh <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's try to move through this thing as chronologically as we can we don't really need to do too much because you know the, the movie doesn't but i figure that's kind of the best way to bring momoa into this thing I, I'm not a huge fan of the way they, they do the opening because, like, I know how much Vin Diesel is, like, sweating not having Paul Walker in these movies. And then he's all over this movie. Like, they use him in, like, footage. He's in photos. Like, there's just a shitload of Paul Walker. And I get it in the opening because the opening takes place during five. So I'm like, okay, that, that kind of works. It's just, just like reusing, like, like what I said, like, uh, on one of my notes is we get to see Vault Chase again, only with added Momoa. Yeah, just now with Momoa in it, and you know, and fucking Jack Reacher for a few seconds because he's yeah. obviously there. <laughs> Sorry, you need someone who can hide better than that fucking dude. Uh, <laughs> just have him sit behind a coat rack or something like a big fucking coat rack. He would need to sit behind a coat rack factory, like he's <laughs> yeah. fucking big. Uh, dyed his hair at that point. Yeah, <laughs> you, you have cinematographers; they they can frame shit. Use it. <laughs> I use that skill of framing I just, things. <laughs> I love the idea of him having a different hair color now that Ryan said it, and just at that scene, like later, just have the two of them and Jason Momoa. It's like you should dye your hair blonde, and it's like that's just, that's just like, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Um, that would have been actually quite fun. It's like, what are you going to do with all the money we're paying you? I'm going to buy some hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be too recognizable. <laughs> I'm, got, uh, I'm playing this character called Jack Reacher in another uh, in another season. He's blonde. I think I'm going to go blonde. I should watch that show. I do. I really it's, like it's this. Actor. Really, it, it's really fucking good, and he I, is fantastic in it. I, I read his whole interview about how he kind of got booted out of Ninja Turtles. Like he was still there, but he was promised so much more than he was given. It's like this poor guy. Like I'm glad he's doing great now. Um, to be fair, I read I, I read something about him who said that Ninja Turtles was the worst thing that mm. he's ever worked on. I was like that poor guy. Um, yeah, but he's doing great now. Uh, so yeah, good for him. Um, anyhow, so the movie just kind of like here's random bullshit reason that Dom needs to go back to work. It has something to do with Rome. 
so the entire crew goes off to Rome, and like this is like kind of the problem with these movies at this point. It's like, ah, oh, there's bullshit in this filming location. Everyone head to the filming location. It's not like it, it never feels organic anymore. This one just kind of feels like either Mission Impossible had a uh, had a filming permit that they could extend for Fast and Furious, or Fast and Furious did for Mission Impossible. But either way, they both take place in the same spot, um, which I find very funny. Well, I'm sure that didn't. I'm, I'm sure that that um, Netflix Six Underground. That's in Rome, and I'm That's sure that like yeah. the same fucking places, like they yeah. do like a, a, a literally like a, a drift around the same thing. In, oh yeah, in, everyone in this film, same spot. like in this movie, they drop a ball down those stairs. In the next movie, in Mission Impossible, a car rolls down the stairs. Like, it's all the same locations, but both this movie it's and the Mission same Impossible... shots. They just they just CGI'd a different object. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But these both movies both end with submarines coming out of the water, one in the water, one coming out of the water. So both of these movies have a chase in Rome and end on a shot in a submarine. I find it very funny. I'm never going to let it go. Um, <laughs> so they're jumping the sub again. Yes. They're not learning anything from Fast 8. Yeah, they, it really should. Or Fate of the Furious or whatever the fuck they called it. Um don't but I gotta say, like for these films, once shit starts popping off in Rome, it's a good chase sequence. Like just kind of all around, like it's dumb. Like the pinball in Rome is very, very stupid. But I like everything from like trying to chase down the truck to losing the bomb out of the truck. Like seeing Momoa's plan just kind of unfold, and this plan is like very organized chaos. But I also kind of enjoy it. I also love that like he jumps on a bike to get in with the chaos. Like, oh, I'm part of this shit. Like, I really enjoy having a villain who's getting his hands dirty because this one felt like he could have been one of those. I'm going to shoot my scenes out in a week as I stand against a green screen and do my villain speeches. And then, you know, we'll we'll slide him into whatever location I'm at. But no, he gets in the mix every time. And I, I really like that makes him a much more fun villain to engage with. It, it what I like me... as well is his his love of the um, ballet as well like yeah. everything's everything's so big and operatic and you know epic to him and it's like you know it just like breaks into the going like da 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 and it's just it's so well, like you can see he is just he's loving it he, a he's loving it but he's just any bit of scenery he's like going nom 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 oh, like yeah. pac-man and he's <laughs> loving every minute of it it's and he's great he's, he's so he's great. fucking good and it's like you know me coming as someone who like I watching Stargate Atlantis and like talking about how cool the character played in there and like people like, ah, I don't know I'm, I'm not I don't like I don't watch that Stargate crap that's weird sci-fi shit and now everyone's like literally sucking his dick saying how amazing he is and I'm there going thank you <laughs> thank you I fucking said this like 15 years ago the, this really is the good. first time I recall an enemy like name dropping or talking specifically to a lot of the crew members and yeah. saying them by name like yeah. uh dante th- th- this whole sequence it'll be like hey letty and then it'll start chasing after her and just like <laughs> i'm coming after you dom yeah, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the taunting it's it, it's that sort of classic sort of movie trope of taunting but they've they've not just got him just taunting dom he, he's taunting everyone and it's just it's it's quite like like we have been shitting on this film for being dumb, but it's actually a really clever piece of writing in that you visually are seeing how much information he has managed to gather on these people. And you like, you know, you're seeing his intelligence network just in the fact that he knows exactly who the people are, where they're gonna be, and he knows everything about them to be able to taunt them like this as well. Like, you know, the fact that he gets on a motorbike, he's like, he knows that Letty's going to be on a motorbike. 
Yeah. So, and it's that kind of thing. And I think it's quite intelligent writing or it's just coincidence. You know, it could just be that they threw, threw enough, you throw enough stuff at a wall, something's going to stick eventually. Um, I, I do, I do like that as well because it's it's not just taunting the main character; it's taunting everyone, but it's taunting everyone in a way that suits the character as well. It's not yeah. just the same type of taunt. It, it's that personalizing, like all yeah. the other enemies. A lot of them have personalized taunts or excuse to go after them. It'll be like, oh, you killed my brother or whatever, like that. But it, it's it's again, it's just like it is that in your face. Not only do I know what I want from you. But I'm also going to like mock you and and troll you a little bit. That yeah. feels and, and it feels more fun because of that because it's just kind of absurd. And it is like the absurd is a perfect yeah description of it because there's so many times where he's basically doing the doctor evil begin the unnecessarily slow moving dipping mechanism on Dom <laughs> like so many times like just shoot him like you know I feel like there should be a Scott evil just sitting there going I have a gun in my room I'll go get it we'll shoot him together. <laughs> But I, they actually do a good job explaining why they don't do that in this movie. Like, I love that yeah. like, they, they make sure they hammer home, like, this is going to be ridiculous, but that ridiculousness is part of the plan. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. yes, I could just kill him, but he's like, and what what's the line? Like, never accept death when suffering is owed. Like, I, I really, yeah, yeah. like, that motivates the rest of the movie. And I. It's a good fucking line, that as well. It is. Yeah. And like. It's so good. You just kind of get more and more lost in the whole, like, oh, wow. I feel like they they took the Ryan approach of like, as long as we have a good villain, we have a good movie. So put all yeah. focus on the villain and ah, fuck, we forgot to write the rest of the movie. <laughs> We're going yeah. to get him one line of motivation yeah. and just have him act. Go. Yeah. But the one line is good enough. It works. Yeah. Things and, like, like, and that you get that with Momoa as well. It's like, oh, we've hired Momoa. Okay, cool. So well, what should we do? I just write that one line and just let him have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Because the then entire... you get this so much fun, like it is, it is so fun. Like but... as much as like he is the villain, he's a bad guy. I like seeing him on screen. Like oh, every yeah. time he's like, whenever it's something else, I'm just kind of like, okay. Let's move on. Let's let's get back to Momoa. And it's like it's the it's the Dark Knight Rises effect that I had when I was watching that in the cinema. I was there like every time it was on Batman. I was like, don't care about Batman. Go back to Bane. That's actually interesting to watch. Well, like you're you know, lucky what in Dark Knight doing. Rises because there's only 16 minutes of Batman. In that three-hour movie, sixteen. Good. <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> Batman in the Bruce Batman Wayne movie. Or, Batman, Bruce Wayne, whatever. Like whenever we go to him in that prison, I'm like, no, I'm more interested in what Bane's doing because it's a more interesting story and like seeing what the character's doing. And it's sixteen minutes, same... Matt. 16. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I don't suck Batman's dick like you do. I'm fine with this. I need more of it. That's the problem. I mean, I'm a Batman fan too, so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm in Team Brian. <laughs> Anyhow, let's keep moving through this. Uh, as much as I love the Rome sequence, and I like my my line might come from the Rome sequence. I have a few lines in here. Um, I've got quite a few more I, lines I, than I was expecting. To be fair, I have to, but I'm right John Cena something. and Momoa. We got two like fucking quote machines in this thing. I I just I just yeah. want to say something about Rome. What oh, I sure. really loved about Rome is just the sequence in general is how it's you're allowing roman to be the leader like you get that distinction um which is maybe setting something up for the next film uh no he's dead and and i and i like he's dead i I like well he's very yeah he very well could be dead in the plane crash but we know he's gonna be (laughs) that's one way that the rest of the actors like 
can we just leave this franchise? Okay, we'll kill you at the end of this. Yeah. Great. No, no, we'll come We're back at, at Fast 14 or whatever. God, I would love that. Just like, no, that wasn't a cliffhanger. We we died. <laughs> We're That's dead. It. We're burning We're alive. <laughs> um, but there's, like, I there's like one how... shot of us in the next film, which just us screaming while we're burning. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like how later on in the film, you know, you also have Tej comforting Roman and the fact, like, you know, you are a good leader. So I really like that aspect of it. You know, Roman can't help the fact that it was a setup. There's, there's nothing there. But I just like the fact that it allowed someone else to take the reins and. Because when you have Vin Diesel as a leader, it's it only goes so far. So having that breath of breath of fresh air with a different leader, like they're still working for the agency. Which what the fuck is this agency? Like that's never explained ever. It's the um, agency. It's the, like it's, it's like it's, it's like the firm in Airwolf. Like right. who are you? Are they CIA? No, we're the firm. This What's is, that? It's <laughs> the the firm. Yeah. No, capital no, no, no. T, capital H, capital E. No. But um. And I liked how, you know, it, it just kind of all went down that Dom and there were, were able to come back and save them. And you just got Jace Momoa just just living in the moment with his ridiculousness. Um, but but yeah, I just liked how there's an offshoot to show, like letting other people take the spotlight. That's a different approach than what we've seen in other movies. And I thought that that worked for me. What I liked yeah. as well is when Tej and Roman, they have the little fight. As well, and it's it's yeah. all yes. It's like this kind of build up, and and it actually it is so believable that people working in that close proximity in that high pressure, they will something's gonna break at some point. And then like the way that they come back together as friends again, it's it's kind of really believable as well. Yeah. Of like you know, sorry that I was, you know, letting my frustrations out on you. It, it wasn't your fault, and it is like because it is so realistic in the terms of like. Because of how much Momoa has planned this, it doesn't matter if it was Dom who was like, like it's still a setup, and there there wouldn't have been any way of knowing that. But when perhaps the fact that it's Dom's fucking psychic, but it's also nice to see a leader who can actually, you know, explain the plan to people rather than just mumble and like, you know, have people like trying like writing notes. I go, sorry, what, what did you say there? <laughs> family. Was that something about family? What I. I Give me the specifics of the plan. I need to know what I'm doing. I, all I hear is mumbles. I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I just, I wish it was executed better. Like, I wish we didn't have so much Roman being yeah. like, I want to be a leader. If I was the leader, 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 leader. And then the end of the movie, like, did you know that you were a leader? Like, it was just, they hit it so hard. I feel like we could have had the a much better they emotional hit. They've been doing it, that but, since eight, though. That's but the I problem, is like, because they don't let it up. And like, yeah. if they hadn't done that, and just at this point, it's like, oh, by the way, you've been leading us. Like, it could have been handled better. Well, what, but like, what, what I really enjoy, though, is how they, this, we've got this whole arc for Roman throughout this whole movie and how not subtle he is. And he runs this mission in a gold plated Lamborghini. <laughs> I mean, it just worked. <laughs> It really but one hurt. thing, it's so funny with that is like, because it's like, it's such a Rome thing to be like, oh yeah, for this plan, I need a gold-plated Ferrari. But then actually, it's you utilized it quite well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's literally came up with an idea. It's like, ah, no, I'm going to use it to blind them. It's great. Yeah. And, it, and it actually, it's not a bad idea. It's, it's, it's the only way I could figure out, you know, it's the only way that anyone could figure a way to like, actually get them to buy a gold Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> like, with taxpayers' money. Just bear in mind that this agency is, if it's a government agency, your money paid for that Ferrari. Yeah. Mine didn't, because I'm not American. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so a after all this, we, we kind of start moving into, like, the, the movie kind of goes a little bit of a grab bag of just, like, uh, 
random excuses to put characters in weird situations like we had uh letty get arrested in rome as the only person who gets arrested in rome she yeah that was so fucking thing. weird like <laughs> the police are like th- there's two people who are quite clearly in the middle of some sort of chase doing fucking shit and what do they, they let the guy on the motorbike go but arrest the woman yeah like, they, they get letty but because letty needs to spend the rest of the movie with cypher like that's exactly like, it's very yeah. obvious like what they're doing oh, yeah. here and, and that's the problem. Like it's like the, these moments are the the big problem with the film, where it's literally just like, oh, we need to get Letty out. Why? Um, get her arrested. Okay, how are we going to do that? Uh, we'll yeah. just do that. Well, hang on, mate. What about uh, Momoa? Like, if he's there, like, how are they not going? to uh, don't matter. But like, just, and, and it continues just beyond that. Bit. So we have like, and all right. Is... So we we called up Siren Live and we're like, hey, can you give us someone? Like, yeah, we we want to kick Pete Davidson out for a week. Can you take him? And we're like, yeah, we'll take Pete <laughs> <Yeah>. Davidson. <laughs> Pete Davidson in London. Oh, oh, I just thought of another thing as well. Like, do they get out? And he's like, oh, I got cash. And it's like, yeah, American dollars in London. And he's paying for stuff in. He's gonna use them in a vending machine in London. It's like, that's not gonna work, guys. You need no, British that's... pounds. Pr- pretty dumb. But either way, like. <laughs> I don't mind Pete Davidson in this. Like he's one of the funnier things in it. Ryan Ryan has Ryan has opinions on this. I loathe Pete Davidson. Loathe. Like I watched Terminator: Rise of the Beast. I couldn't even watch that movie. Like that's Pete Davidson. I hate him. That's Pete Davidson. Terminator: Rise of the Beast. Is that that Transformer? Transformer. (laughs) Do we have another Terminator film to do? Funny. Nah, he was funny. Funny. That he, line of "you leave your money up in space" like that, that got me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not funny. I don't. I just he just rubs me the wrong way. And when oh, he pops I, up, I'm like, I'm like, this movie sucks even more now. That no, might I, be the I, reason why it's worse in my rankings. There, there's a whole thing about Pete Davidson of like he is kind of like a love him or violently hate him, and I don't get how that one person pulls it off so well. But either way. I mean, I guess maybe not love him either. You you don't mind him or you want to murder him. Uh, I think I'm on like the fence of like, I could take him or leave him. Like, I don't yeah. hate him when he turns up and stuff. I think he's okay. But then if he's in things a lot, like when he turned up, I was thinking, oh, I really hope he's not in here for longer than five minutes. And I was all right with that when he was on the in it for about five minutes. He had a couple <laughs> good lines in there. Guys, yeah. stop. You're doing dozens of dollars in damage. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good shit in there. Um, but honestly, like when this movie starts splitting off like this and like, all right, we have Han, I guess, is going to hang out with Roman and Tej because we still have Han and we didn't really have anything for him to do in this movie. So I do. I do like that. They've sat, they signed him up to sign him up to Tinder. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it was just <laughs> and so like, like, and they're like, oh, well, you know, it'll take a bit of time before you. And it's, like, it's just like match, match, match. He's not even started swiping yet. That's not how Tinder works. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't know. Um, I got married before online dating really kicked off. Uh, well, but, uh, all right, show off. <laughs> I'm not I'm, showing yeah, off. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. More showing my <laughs> <Me> age. <too. laughs> yeah, you're all lucky because Tinder's a cesspool of shite. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when this movie starts splitting off and everybody's in their own things, it's like, oh, n- now the Vin Diesel show is the really boring one. The Han... Yeah. Uh, Roman Tej and why am I blanking on her name? Ramsey. Uh, Ramsey, thank you. Uh, the Ramsey show is okay. It's not my favorite. Han really doesn't fit in. They just don't have anything for him to do yet till Giselle gets back. Um, and then, then we get the the side movie that I would have watched for this entire two and a half hour thing of John Cena the babysitter. 
That yeah. was the most entertaining shit. Yes. Peacemaker, the babysitter episodes. Oh my is God. so fucking good. All like, of it. him him like, oh, we need to change change your clothes. And then it's like he's in frigging board shorts and yep. like the the cheesiest outfit ever. But it's so this, good. This goes to the credit to the child actor too that they oh yeah. Oh with yeah. John Cena. That's what makes the charisma work. And that's what, like you said, I could watch that all day, every day. Oh, that, that was the best stuff in the movie. The, yeah, also, kids, the, that's just, just having the time of his life. Oh, the kid's so good. <laughs> the yeah. kid's so good, but also they've really fucked up. Because I've just realized this is supposed to be taking place 10 years after Fast 10, right? Or Fast X? Or Fast 5? Fucking hell. <laughs> this is supposed to be taking place 10 years after Fast 5, I think five, Matt right? just had a stroke there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. <laughs> And not the good kind. Yes. No, they, yes. So, <laughs> this place, this t- I can't do it either. Fuck. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to this takes place 10 years after Fast Five. Ryan yeah. gets the gold star. <laughs> that kid is so my 12. That kid is 12 at the at least. Yeah. How is he 12 in a film that takes place 10 years after Dom met the person who's his mother? In a movie farther in space, we're not going to talk semantics here. (laughs) Let's just not. What I want to talk about is how this kid is drifting better than I even drive in a parking lot at the start of the movie. Like, oh yeah, making he's Toretto's kid. Yeah, and then straight up murdering people. Oh, I love that. Like, I just I love the the John Cena of like the hey, we don't swear unless you know stub toes and uh, what was the other one? Stub toes. Like oh, stub toes. Oh, song lyrics. Song lyrics and yeah. stub toes. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, like, and rocket cars. <laughs> <laughs> like John Cena and this kid, like their chemistry is good. Like it, it just kind of makes everything work. Like I, I love him in the plane. Like I really it's not the height, is it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> when they're getting like a little like bullshit plane to get out of there. Really glad it wasn't the height. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and again, it's like this is a commercial plane. They don't have big cargo doors that open like that. <laughs> no, everything where they're at would just be jammed with luggage. Well, no, not really anymore because people don't fly with luggage anymore. But it used to be jammed with luggage. Now it's actually it probably would look like that, just a big empty thing, but with just out the cargo launch. Yeah, <laughs> and again, like that plane that he walks onto. You do re- they do realize that they X-ray shit? So it's like, oh, this this is a surfboard. Wait, this is a fucking plane. Like, and he's carrying <laughs> that. He carries that plane. As well, like it's John Cena. I legitimately believe he could carry a plane. (laughs) (laughs) The the airliner that they're on was wasn't flying. It was just John Cena was just there, like pushing Uh, it along, just tossing it and making it glide. (laughs) Give it a bump start. Yeah. Um. What I, you know, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something else. I do well, look as like it's like the, the music he puts on is like fucking Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch as well. Oh yeah, and I love that he defends him too. Like, yeah, nobody bad mouths the Funky Bunch. Like, oh, it's just so good. Um, somewhere in the middle of this, I'm sure I talked over it. We had the the Momoa and the corpse scene, right? That was in between this. Oh, film. that that that's my that favorite is, moment. That's that is so good. It's so that, good, right? I mean it's that's so full blown pain- Joker. Like, the, he is like we've been flirting the guy's with the Joker, but now it's just him. <laughs> but, Painting the dead like, the corpse's is when... nails, talking to them, and like you know they've got the the taped up eyes and and all yeah. that sort of stuff as well. And it's just oh my god, it is so good. And apparently Momoa had to fight to keep that scene in the movie. Like everyone wanted it, and like Universal's like, 
this is a bit much, guys. Like, <laughs> is it Universal or is it Vin Diesel doing doing the whole? Oh man, he's outshining me. He's really I, I, outshining me. Like this is. Yeah, I got to be the cool guy. I got to be the one that everyone wants to see on screen. This this is this is not good. No, but that that scene is just incredible. Like just I, so. Yeah. My favorite is when he's leaving and he goes, okay, guys, someone will pick you up and put you in body bags later. Or bury you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so it's like, this, and he's in a pink robe. I'm like, God yeah. damn it, I want to be with you for the rest of this movie. Not literally, though, because I feel like I wouldn't survive. No, but from no. A, from, but watching from afar, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but man, I, I, I didn't write down in my notes where it was because I always kind of get lost in that sequence. Um, I also what, what I don't annoyed know... me is the bit where they go to Rio and like Dom like does Dom have like garages all around the world with the same car yes. in them with loyalty. that Dodge with that Charger because yeah, he, like it's everywhere. He's it's got like, family, and when you're family with Dom, you buy him a car and you stash it somewhere for him. <laughs> it's like Aim said, it's like a cult, but with cars. It's like a yeah. cult with cars, but like that literally just really... sum up these films. Yes, <laughs> this but this sequence though when they're in Rio and they race. And he's racing with uh, Elena's sister and then his homeboy from Rio. What I love is Dante because he goes, that's the problem with a big family. You can't save them all. So like yeah. that whole sequence was really probably the best, one of the best moments for me because just that sequence alone really had me on the edge of my seat because this is like true Joker stuff, as you said, Brian. Yeah. Like he's really testing the limits of Don and, you know, people die, you know, they're, they're yeah. Highly big body count for this movie in terms of people that you actually have vested interest in. Yeah. I, one thing about that that Rio sequence as well is like when they all pull the guns at each other, like it's gone back to that kind of 80s trope of you point a gun and let's overlay a cocking sound. Because how many yeah. times did they have like, like they're just like going like like point and you said like why are these why are these guns self-cocking for one thing and why are they doing it so much it's like they just emptied their entire magazine just by racking the slide to sound yeah. cool but I, I, so, I i'm waving a stapler in front of my microphone is anybody hearing it like I, you can move metal things without them making sounds yeah yeah okay and, just but it, i did the but research it's, <laughs> but, but it's not just that it's not just that like they're moving it it's just sort of going like a sound effect it's full-on like oh, <laughs> oh yeah every time <laughs> it's like it's, it's like okay, it's it's like when like in films where like, they they will cock a shotgun for dramatic effect, and it's like, well, you just ejected a shell. How many of those shells did you have in there at the the point at that point? Because you just lost one. You might need that. Yeah, um, I'm trying to look through my notes here to see like the major things that we haven't talked about. Like I feel like we've kind of talked about everybody. Um, we've skipped major scenes, but like, who cares? This is a part one, and all counts for shit. Um, yeah. So I'm like kind of like first year of university. It doesn't really, doesn't really count towards your final degree. So like no one really. I feel like in the, in the first this year. is very much like Lord of the Rings, where they're all separated now and they're all going to come back in the next movie. So it's like they're all off on their own journeys, you know. But the thing with Lord of the Rings that like all of those individual stories are kind of interesting, whereas right, yeah. with these ones, a lot of it's just like they're eh, not. I don't really care about that. I don't really but, care about that. But also, I kind of care about that, but I'd rather watch that. Like when you watch, say, Fellowship and you get to the cliffhanger ending, because that was like the first time in a theater for me where I really remember having like, oh, this is just a full blown. The story is not done yet moment. Mm -hmm. But when you got to the end of that movie, the fellowship was done. Like that yeah. was it. Like that was OK. So now they've split. They're going their other ways. And like, sure, the story isn't done. But I guess what I sat down to watch here was 
and I can make my peace with it. And that's kind of why I want to like, if there's anything else we really need to talk about, I feel like there's a lot to talk about with like the fast and furious attempt at a cliffhanger. Cause like, in my opinion, we've got a lot of these this year. Like we've How had shitty it is kind of <laughs> uh, like, so we had uh, this one, we had spider verse, we had mission impossible. Um, was there another one? Are these the only three like part ones of twos that we've had this year? I feel like we've had quite a few. Um, more than usual is what I'm getting. I mean, at. we had du- like last year. Dune. Give- yeah, yeah Dune. last year was Dune, Dune but or is that two years ago now? We had Dune. I think it was two past. years. Yeah, was- two years. It, no, I think yeah. it was. I think it was last year. I think. No, because it was the year that uh, HBO Max did everything yeah. goes to HBO Max. So yeah, it's actually it was, a, a more. It was than not. Year. There was no Oscars this year. It was the Oscars last year. Yeah, oh, okay. I guarantee this movie is going to be nominated for technicals when it comes out in December. Yeah. Mm. Um. But either way, we've had yeah, a lot no, of part, these. Part like, two is this year, though, I think. Oh, yes. well, actually, well, supposedly it, it might get pushed. One of our brothers keeps fucking around. Anyhow, um, I'm just more thinking, have, did they finish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, like, they did. Like, all with all the also, actors. I know, I know Warner Brothers is also worried about awards season coming up and if there is even going to be one and they want Dune to be in it. So they're even yeah. talking about mm-hmm. pushing because of that. Yeah. So either way, we've had a lot of these part ones of twos lately. And there's something to be said about. Like, uh, if you go listen to, to Ryan's show where he and I talked about Mission Possible Dead Reckoning, like that was a movie that knew how to end. Like it knew how to be like, all right, this is just part one. Like clearly it's part one. There's still a much bigger story here at play, but we're not really going to do anything with it. We're just going to finish this part of the story. You're going to feel like you have an ending and then you know there's more. You've got Empire. the key. Yes. You've Empire the Strikes key, Back. But there's still the yes. sub to use the key. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's closer to Empire Strikes Back than any of the rest of these. And a lot of these yeah. people have been pitching to me as Empire Strikes Back. Mar- largely, it's been Spider-Verse, which I vastly disagree. I think Spider-Verse's ending is as bad as this one. Um, but this is like, I'll talk about Spider-Verse on some Spider-Man show at some point, which we could, we could actually <laughs> do. There's plenty of those movies. I'm going to um, say there's, there's enough of them now. If yeah, we do the oh, the yeah. Raimi ones, the now we, we could do that Mark, at some point. Mark Foster. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't he direct? Is it Mark Foster directed Quantum Solace as well? Yes. yes. Else, he, like, he did Finding fucking, Forrester, fucking terrible film. Like, yeah. really badly hey, edited. Hey, hey, hey. Fast and Furious. <laughs> Sorry. Fast and Furious. <laughs> this, Another me, badly edited film. Like, this movie, the ending almost would have worked for me if we had some cartoony voice going, Will Dom survive? Will this play <laughs> not crap? Find out next time. If they had done that and just gone full tilt, I would have walked out of there going like, no, no, it's perfect. Like, like <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what I wanted. But since they actually try to treat this like a cliffhanger for a movie they haven't shot yet, the ending of this movie feels more like a middle finger than most I've experienced. Like, because at least Spider-Verse, I know they're, they're nearly done with the next one if they, you know, they just have to throw a few more animators in a cage and not let them see their families. Um, and then we'll get another Spider-Verse movie. Like, we know they tried to film Mission Possible back-to-back, but there's just too much to be done with the strike, so we're not going to get that one. At least those movies had a plan. Yeah, This just feels like they haven't even written Eleven. Like, because we just magically are getting some uh, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, not Hobbs and Shaw, but Hobbs and maybe someone else, Momoa, maybe movies shoved in between Which them. I don't give a shit about. No, I don't care at I all. Don't, like... Give me a Shaw film, fine. I yeah. actually really, when he loads up all those guns and gets into that car and drives off, I'm like, gonna dig some graves. Like, yeah, show I me those graves. I want to fucking see that. Yeah. Show me that film because that <laughs> looks fucking awesome. Like, it's Jason Statham, unhinged. Yeah. But, like, you know, he, 
it's Jason Statham from Furious Seven, but going after bad guys now. Yeah, just well, so I'm all Jay- for that. Yeah, just make it Jason Statham's The Raid, and just give him a building. He's gonna murder yeah. the whole building. I'll yeah. watch that movie in a second. <laughs> And it's um, like now we end up with like the fucking the mid credit sequence to the rock. I know I'm jumping way ahead, but my, I've just seen the note yeah. and and it just the whole idea of him like saying son bitch instead of son, son of a bitch. bitch. It's it's just like it starts off as like a pronunciation thing. Now he's literally just going son bitch, like like he's just yeah. saying son bitch, son yeah. bitch. There's, there's just, some bitch around. There's any like, one I of them. Just don't like her. And it's just like have have the fucking catchphrase. Some bitches. Yeah, some bitches. Yeah. yeah, but it just—I just—it's the way that he, lo- he looks like in the camera, and like he might as well just fucking wink at this point. It goes, "Some bitch," and it's like yeah. that's a shit catchphrase. Catchphrase. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. That's—that's not, that's not. I'll be back. Like, no. get the fuck out of here. I know, but he—he's right. I mean, he just—he bombed left and right for like two years straight. Yeah, he came back to Fast and Furious, um, yeah. but like, should have—they should have turned around and said, "Nah, fuck you. You—you you made your grave. You lay in it." <laughs> You dug but, that grave. <laughs> so I'm very, very clear on how much I dislike this ending. I think this ending is shit. Uh, it kind of ruins the experience for a little bit. I, I hate that there's zero closure on any front whatsoever. Um, that said, I still think the movie's worth watching. So like, I don't think it, yeah. like it didn't like take that away from me. Like I've told like uh like uh from our network, John, who does uh, Demon Days, he's like, oh, I'll wait for the next one. I'm like, you should just see it. Like, yeah, the cliffhanger is awful, but the movie itself is a fun enough ride that, like, it doesn't matter. And it's not like the also, next one anytime soon. To me, the cliffhanger just looks like a lo- a bunch of things that were just shot against green screen. Like, the whole you movie have... looks like it was just yeah. shot against green yeah. screen. The well, green yeah, screen but, in this movie is but, garbage. Yeah. But, but the end, the end especially, because you have Jack Reacher lowering the rocket launcher, and it's like, that's definitely green screen. You oh. have the shitty effects of them driving down the dam with the explosions and everything. And it's just oh, all about it just kind of feels like, ah, uh, what, what should we do? How should we end this? Uh, How do you what? skip over the matrix slow-mo through the car on his with face? The arm. And, yeah. With the arm. Like, yeah, what that, am I watching? Like, what? I, the- yeah, <laughs> that, that shot. I'd forgot about that. And that's like the, the first thing I thought was like, Oh, so Vin Diesel wanted to show off how big his arm is because it like literally goes on his bicep at one point. It's like, look oh, at yeah. how strong. Yeah, and he's got yeah, like the yeah, sweat I, beads going down. <laughs> yeah, I got oh a real God. problem with this ending because I feel when I when I sat and thought about it, I'm like, this is them trying to stay relevant because they understand things were rocky with eight, nine didn't go so hot. So let's try to make this movie have Momoa be you know off the rails. And give them a cliffhanger that's going to make us stay relevant, and people are going to want to come back. That's partly what I was thinking, but yeah. everything about this movie failed. There's no, we never have received this. It's like the illusion to nine. These guys can escape anything, so we know it's going to happen. So why give us a cliffhanger if we know that they're going to survive? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you said, it wasn't even written. They just threw it together to let's have it's, this. It's less Empire Strikes Back, more Halloween Kills. <laughs> Yeah, Halloween Kills ends better than this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, it's, it's still, it's still got that stupid thing of like, oh well, we need to set up a cliffhanger, so let's randomly just kill off Laurie's daughter for yeah, no reason. Yeah, and I mean, and, and that's what it is. That's what it feels like so much. It's like, oh, we need, we need a bit of a cliffhanger. Why? Why do you need a cliffhanger? Like, it's not a TV series that's going to come back next season. Like, th- this is if if you put a cliffhanger in these things. 
Sometimes it can work. Most of the time, it just pisses your audience off. Like, yeah. if the rest of the film has been fantastic and phenomenal and, like, amazing, and you end it on, like, a cliffhanger, a cliffhanger. Like, Dune, for example. You look at, like, the way that they they end Dune. It's the perfect ending of, like, where the story is in the book, I think. When you split that in half, when I was reading the book, I was like, I got to this, got to the point in which it ends in the film. I was like, that's going to be where they're going to end it in the film. I did the same thing, yep. Because it's perfect. It's so yeah. perfect. It, like there is almost like this sort of like line in, in the book. Not a line. Sand, like, you? As a you were line. Say line in the sand, weren't you? I was gonna say a line in the sand, but like I was like, no, 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 that's too, that's too on the nose. Basically, like there is a line in the book where it's like you have this part of the story, which is kind of like it's a lot of setup, but it's also telling a story. So it's not just a bunch of setup to then pay off in the next part. But there's a very, a very definite thing of like, okay, well, this is where we're going to jump ahead now and the rest of the story will sort of like unfold after this. Whereas with this one, it just kind of feels like, oh, we need to, we don't really know what we want to do. We want, you know, we know we're going to end it, but we don't want to end it on just one film. We want to make as much money as we can. Uh, Just stretch it out a bit. And like for two hours and 20 minute film. This is a long movie. You could shave off half an hour. And it would like no dis- difference, oh, really. I mean, as much as I enjoyed the Pete Davidson scene, you can just lift that whole fucking thing out. Like, you yeah. can, oh, like, we need to hack that computer. We need to go buy a magic computer from Pete Davidson. Oh, okay, I guess. Why and then not? he and then he screws over, and we just like, oh, well, we we run and go to the next dude. But there's like, there's literally no consequences of them going to see Pete Davidson. No, as well. it's just the like, consequences. It, it does, it's time. not even like, like <laughs> that assault team. We don't have one one bit of the assault team. Going to Pete Davidson and going, oh, yeah, they were here about two minutes ago. You might be able to track them or something like that. They just show up randomly. It's like they could have been that you do not need that scene. And there's about five or six scenes like that, which like as much as it is the best thing in the film, you could lift a lot of the little Brian and John Cena moments as well. Because, oh, yeah, you shouldn't. That should be the whole movie. No, you shouldn't. It's like, you know. (laughs) And like you know, you could lift that scene with Momoa and the dead bodies. You shouldn't because it's fucking great. Like yeah. you know, and that's the problem with this film. And another thing that does my head in is fucking Dante getting the god's eye. I'm like, destroy that thing. Yeah, five different bad guys have had that now. That is too dangerous. Like either I mean, lock it away in a much more secure facility or just fucking hit it with a hammer. Because it's you very easy to get it back it. though. I mean, we get it back all the time. Yeah, but they still get it. I'm like. <laughs> You know, they, they they create like fifteen nine elevens like while they have that fucking thing. It it just sorry, I've gone on a rant now, and it's <laughs> yeah. This movie's oh. easy to start getting mad at. Um, but... it, it, yeah, it does because it, it's. I think the the problem with this one as well is like I know like me and the term realism it keeps coming up in these episodes, and like I know I, I have don't to know sort why. of like wrong franchise. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I know I have to swallow my tongue on a lot of things of like basically yes, it's the it's the Fast and Furious ones. They're not meant to be realistic, but the unrealistic elements in them still have some semblance of physics in there. Like you still feel there is some semblance of physics, like dragging a vault through the streets. If you got a powerful enough car, yes, you could probably do that. If you had strong enough cable, yes, you could probably do that. But it's just like, like Tej in F9, as long as we follow the laws of physics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. <laughs> and like, you know, you could feasibly launch a car into space with like, you know, space suits and you'd be okay ish maybe but it's more believable than this big fucking round bomb because it's round all of a sudden it can roll it just keep rolling 
It doesn't matter what it's designed to do. It kind of like the bomb from Oppenheimer, which I really like. (laughs) That's the thing as well. It's like, is is that a nuke? Because when that goes off in the water, it's like there is a definite nuke style shockwave. And I'm like, oh, so that's what the rest of this film is going to be. It's going to be a a serious drama about them coping with the fact they're dying of radiation poisoning. It's Chernobyl too. That'd be a... And then no. (laughs) It'd be a different movie. Um, (laughs) It would have been a better movie. (laughs) That would be a brave choice. Yeah, yeah. Fast X. The X stands for radiation poisoning. Yeah, they're just driving and they they look real fast. They're going like twenty miles per hour, just bleeding from their mouths. Just yeah, we got it. Uh, Face melting off and everything like that. Is there anything else in this? Fast X face off. (laughs) Is there anything else in this movie? Anybody really wants to talk? We didn't talk about poor Brie Larson at all, but I think that's a. the film doesn't really do much She that. had her moment of awesomeness. She had a few moments of awesomeness. Did I love the I love the, I like the, bar the bar scene, scene and the, bar the costume, scene was, yeah. yeah. With and the when she hopped up on like, the car, but then only that was too, the hop on the car was too much for me. That was just weird. The it didn't look like she was wearing anything she could jump on a car in. Like it was a weird, very like stiff high heels. Jurassic Park had its moment of running in high heels. Give Fast and Furious its moment. I, I still don't like Jurassic Parks. I'm not going to give you one of the moments. It's done both places. <laughs> Wait, Jurassic Park is good. Jurassic World. Yes, Jurassic World. Sorry, thank you. Yeah. And then, like, Jurassic Park 1 is good. Two but and the bar scene. The bar, the bar scene. scene is the, bar scene, the bar scene is so good because I love the bit where she gets the shotgun and she's like, anyone want shots? Shots? <laughs> like... I, I know the internet really, really seems to hate Brie Larson for some reason. I still dig it. I'll tell you, I, I, I tell you why. I tell you why they, they hate her, because she is a strong woman who has opinions about, you know, she should what what she wants to do with herself, with her body, and and quote unquote feminist. And oh. then there's a there'll be a bunch of neckbeards out there who were like, oh, I don't like that. A woman, a uh, woman is not just women's are just for making babies, and and I should be allowed to do it. Like, fuck off. I'm I'm fine with her. That, that's get... that's my. You can cut I that actually, out. It just, I actually that whole thing of like of the people hating Brie Larson really fucks me off because it I all comes down her. to like she is a woman who stands behind her yeah. beliefs, and you know yeah. she was a big advocate. She was in a movie about someone who was abducted and raped, and when. You know, Casey Affleck won his Oscars. There was issues coming out about him, and she re- she handed the trophy, and that's it. They give him a hug. Good for her. She was still there. She did what she was yeah. supposed to. She's a woman that stands behind her, and she's an okay actress. She's fine. I think she's good. I, I, I mean, she's not good in this, but I don't I don't think she's really trying. It, it kind of goes back to Joel's like only one person wanted to be here. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> Momoa. Like, she was just killing time she's, between she's good. Marvel she's movies. Um, yeah. And like but, you look at like from like Free Fire. That she's she's great in that. Oh, as she's well. great in Free Fire. Free Fire is a good movie. Free Fire um, is such a good film. I love yeah. that film so much. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, all right, so that's Brie Larson. A- anyone else we need to talk about in this thing? I think we need to spend at least another half hour talking about Rita Marino's fifteen minutes of of screen time, uh, because let's just say, oh, let's put a classic actress. We already have Dame Helen Marin. Let's throw Rita Marino in now. No, the, all she said. The only thing of relevance that she said that anybody else could have said is pass it down like that's just making little brian like the justification of him being a gearhead not needed yeah mm-hmm. we know that's gonna happen anyway as well oh yeah it's like you know we started that with with when brian and mia had their kid like you know we know that any kid that that comes out of a toretto or in any way shape or form is gonna be like into cars. <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
That's that's uh, that's how that's how that'd be a xenomorph that could drive a car. I mean, it'd be yeah. cool. <laughs> now I'm just picturing it like I have a mental image of a xenomorph, hand on same wheel, it just looks like ready to race. Was... And the little mouth comes out and goes, <laughs> he opens his mouth and this thing talks. He's got a hole in the back of the seat for his tail. His yeah, tail yeah. goes through the rear view. Oh god, we have a movie, guys. Let's keep going. Let's. let's... I'm so got the hands movie. on the wheel, and then they're like they're turning really fast, but the little mouth comes out to give him a bit more power. Yeah. To turn. <laughs> No, the little no, mouth the honks tongue, the horn. The tongue, hits the, <laughs> the, the tongue hits the Nas button. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have derailed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's Family. do quotes. Quotes, quotes, quotes. High mind. Oh, God. We're, I got to stop. Quote, 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 quotes. Mm-hmm. Of the quoting quote types. Um, Joel hasn't said much in a while, so I'm going to make him go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and my favorite was already covered, which was the you want to control the world. I just want to punish it. So uh, I'll I'll exchange it for this one. Han and Dom are talking and Han mentions those are some tough times. And Dom goes, those are some great times. And uh, for, for a series that I mean, they don't have all that insightful thought, really, in, in relation relationships and thoughts are usually kind of basic it it was just a nice little like reflection of well yeah sometimes when you go through difficult stuff you'll still see that kind of like rose-colored glasses view of things and and try to focus on you know the good of what came of it and it was just a it was a nice thoughtful moment in a very thoughtless movie (laughs) thoughtless Uh, that's a perfect way to describe this film no one put any thought into this (laughs) um so my quote is uh, a little a little less uh, poignant, but I, I still <laughs> I still dig it. I'm going with it. It's uh it's the uh, it's when Momoa is you know causing all the the ruckus in Rome. It's before he gets on the motorcycle, he gets in the mix, and they're talking about blowing up a church. And he looks at the guys with him, he's like, "Blow up a church? Okay, I'll do it." But you guys are going to hell. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's the Vatican. It's because I've got that written down. Yeah. Like, all right, dorks, where are we blowing up? What? The Vatican. Oh, Vatican. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Hey, you guys are going it. to hell. You guys are going to hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the, the great thing about that is the reaction shots from all the guys are they like, this guy's fucking mental, but he has, <laughs> our, he has our loved ones. So let's just keep working for him. Yeah. Like, I, I had another quote, but it just, no, like that one does the, okay, I'll do it. You guys are going to hell. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's the, probably the, it's the, probably the best quote from Dante, the whole, it's cause it's, it goes back to that psychotically deranged kind of thing of like, you know, he's he's having a conversation with the people who are there that are not even saying anything, and he's putting words in their mouth, and it's just, it's that... Because they, they're essentially professional mercenaries. Yeah. And then you've got this insane, like, huge personality that is, like, so massive. But you they do a really good thing with juxtaposing with the reaction. You get a few reaction shots of mm-hmm. the people around him going, this guy's fucking nuts. And it makes it work so much better because it's not just him going Looney Tunes. Shit, there's actually a, a well, a sort of a realization in the film of like, yeah, this guy's fucking mental, and it and well, it elevates his it's so character's good. psychoticness to yeah, a, having a people to bounce extent. off of definitely definitely helps. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with my second quote. I really hope I'm not taking yours or Ryan's because it was also just uh, I, I had few, to do it. So it's fine. <laughs> I, I I had to, but it's it's the other Momoa quote. It's like one of his first lines. Um, like after we pass the flashback, it's when he goes in like the the badass Charlie's Throne evil layer dungeon, and he throws it that like just classic bad guy line of the 
They say in the moments before your death, your life flashes before your eyes. Is it true? <laughs> like, oh, that's a good bad guy line. I like that one. That is much better than what got Hobbs and Shaw. Just bad guy. Like, God, the, the fuck out of <laughs> But I mean, that, like, Hobbs and Shaw, that kind of sums up Hobbs and Shaw, though. That, that's about as much thought that was put into that film. Yeah. And this is where Idris Elba's going to have a great reply. Uh, just throw in bad guy for now. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That, it, <laughs> that rolled, didn't it? <laughs> All right. Now you guys can go. Uh, okay. Um, are we doing moments or just both? Whatever you want. You okay. can do a moment or a quote. I think like well, okay. you're either so, gonna have a moment or a quote in this one. I'm just There's gonna say the much. moment, the whole him painting the the nails of the of the just really had so me in good. stitches. And just when he gets up, the lady goes, he goes, "It's okay, guys. I'll have someone come and they'll bury you later." <laughs> like just everything about that was just so good. But I also like just because it's so fucking. Cliche. It's the tone of voice that he has in that as well. Right. Like, the way he says that, it's right. like, "Okay, guys." I have someone to bring come bury you later. See you later. If, if there is if there is anything to wrap up this movie perfectly, it's right before he goes down the dam with everything exploding. Oh god, no. And he says, <laughs> You made one mistake. You didn't you never took my car. <laughs> like, yep, that's this this is where we're at now. <laughs> I erased that from my mind. Uh, <laughs> if anybody <laughs> listens to the rock. You never let these guys get in a car. Come on. That's true. Anyway, no. But no, I, I yeah. the whole the whole thing with um I'll I'll, bear, I'll have somebody come bury you. That that was it for me. That's a good one. So I'll go with um it's Ted and Rowan. This was like sorry for whooping your ass, man, because I, I didn't really mean to do that. The whole thing, it would just would have been a whole diff <laughs> You okay? What's wrong? Ah, I'm just allergic to your bullshit. <laughs> I love that. It's like the, the love of that interplay between Ted and Roman. I think they they still like throughout these whole these films, their chemistry's only gotten better. I think, and, and yeah. it's it's still like I love seeing those two guys together, even when there's fucking nothing going on. There's always going to be something in there where it's like, oh, I kind of enjoy it. Like the whole nothing scene in Pete Davidson's thing. You've got them fighting each other, and it makes it kind of relevant to like you know to the scene later on yeah yeah i but you took you took the like the best one which is dante's thing of like you know what are we blowing up what the vet all right okay i'll do it (laughs) you guys are going to hell (laughs) oh man he really makes this a a way more watchable movie than it should be really does like him alone elevates it up a bunch of places on my rank. Like, because I was looking at going, I can't rank it that low because of how much fun Momoa is. Guess we'll see. Next week, yeah. as we get to... Okay, <laughs> I, I should be honest right now. Our our ranking episode coming out next week is going to be... I'm going to do it as quickly as I can, as fastly and furiously as we can, because we got <laughs> a lot to cover. I, uh, I went a little crazy with the categories, and we have more than I think we ever have. Um... I'm surprised there's not top five butt shots, but okay. <laughs> I mean, when they're no, all don't get in tens. your mind. I've already got all my rankings done. <laughs> Stop it. When they're all Gal Gadot as well, it's yeah. like you know, right. it's just Gal Gadot's butt in this film. Gal Gadot's butt in that film. Gal Gadot's butt in that film. Rave scene in part five. Rave scene in part six. No. I mean, race wars. Rave all scene in part in three one. is a good one. I mean, uh, Tokyo Drift, man. They 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 found some good butts in Tokyo. Like good 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 for them. 
No, the butt list did not make it on the uh, the ranking. Uh, <laughs> but we have plenty of other things, uh, including like music, which we've never ranked music before, but I'm excited for that. Um, Spoiler alert, I, I just ranked scores. <laughs> like, no one specific, is surprised. Specific, uh, tracks, <laughs> specific tracks from scores. I should Again, add that. No one is surprised. Uh, we have no. like top five action sequences. We've got a whole bunch, and, and I'm really excited for it. Uh, and then uh, I should mention right now, before we get into plugs, what we have coming after Fast and the Furious. We're going to do a, another film franchise. Surprise, surprise. Because uh, film franchises are much shorter than TV shows and they take us less time. So we can get. Well, you more. mean you mean a, a film franchise of like no more than like 10 films that takes us less time to do than a TV series. It's like 100 episodes. Yeah, that's how that works. Um, yeah. I just so think that. We're doing a, a much shorter one, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. And this was this one was Matt's idea, so thank you, Matt. Uh, we're doing John Wick, all four John Wick movies, and uh, maybe we'll watch the Continental at the end. We'll see if uh, we'll see how much people are digging that. Only, Man, only it's, it's I'm gonna say it's only three parts, so it's it's not yeah. like a, a long thing to it's not like you know we're watching them and then it's like a what we do in the shadows type situation yeah. where there's a full series. Yeah, so we'll we'll probably throw that in there as well. And we why could, not? to be fair, we could do like. Because it's a mini series, well, we could probably just do one episode and cover the the lot. Well, if it we'll is, see how it is. If it maybe, is good, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll split in two parts. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll we'll figure it's it out. Trailer, when it looks pretty shit. Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. But I'm also not a big John Wick guy, so you have a lot of a uh, lot of road to cover with me because I've only seen the first and second, and the second I hated so much, I'm like, I'm done with this. I never watched another one. So three's good. Um, three, three's good. Four, I think, is the best. Or is really I've good. heard a lot of this, and I'm excited to watch them. But that's what's coming next. Uh, and then we have a whole other franchise after that that we've already talked about. We are so prepared, more prepared than we've ever been in the history of Binge Buddies. So I'm proud. And then of we that. know what's coming after that I, as well. I would like, yeah, I, I would like to think that since you guys added me, that's that's part of the reason why I'll see we're myself. Just, we're just trying to impress Ryan every episode. That's the whole reason <laughs> we do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't really like doing these podcasts anymore. I'm just doing it just to keep Ryan impressed. Yeah. Matt, as long as Ryan thinks so I'm cool, I'm living well. Uh, <laughs> uh, but let's do a very this will be quick my last episode. You'll never hear from me again. Yeah, of done. course not. Uh, <laughs> um, this show. No, no, no. You're tied in now, Matt. Which, you're which... stepping on my plug. <laughs> Athpod.com. Go there. Uh, Joel has shows there as well. It's my worst plug ever. Afterthoughts book club podcast. I've been trying to stay quiet while you guys talked about Dune. Um, and are you, uh, are you reading Dune? Are you reading Dune? No. You bastard. Not even in honor of <laughs> lying lie. You are a lying liar. I uh, you're gonna it's... come around to where you're raising money again, and we're gonna say the same thing, and it's gonna happen. Oh, we're still not we're, gonna deliver. We're we're gonna be there before that. I I can't shame myself that far. Uh, we're. I want a refund. <laughs> What are you luck with that? Cent? You're five cents. You don't need yeah. five. Go cents. tell that children's hospital I want my money back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, do you have a nickel? I only I only gave you this money because I was promised June. God damn it! And I'm not getting June. <laughs> Fuck you. What? Whatever. It's only Iowa. Uh, and the uh, Super GG Radio's video game podcast, Vampire Survivors, comes out on the 17th. Uh, get it? It's only five bucks on everything. Switch. It's already out on everything else except Switch. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Ryan, what you plugging? Uh, you can catch me on uh, Front Row Network, where I do different movie reviews, but I have my own channel on there, Front Row Flashbacks, where we talk about movies from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And our movie for August is celebrating the anniversary of Tomb Tombstone. Uh, so, Matt, I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> 
haven't actually seen that one. I saw Wyatt Earp. I never saw Tombstone. You I should to actually Tombstone. watch it because it. I've heard like recently. I've been hearing a lot of people talking about Tombstone and like how good it is. And yeah, I'm shocked I should, I should. you haven't seen Tombstone. That one seems like right yeah, up your alley. Like that was. I know it's, it's 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 one of those ones that it just kind of slipped away. Like, slipped. I get my it. Yeah, quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, just that it's one like, seems like a mad was, movie. Well, at the time, it was all like you know when it, when when those were coming out, I was a big like Kevin Costner fan. He was kind of like you know the first yeah. actor that I kind of idolized. So it was my I was all about Wyatt Earp because that was the one that he was in. And then it just like you know never really watched Tombstone, and then it never came around. Like it, it's it, the more people talk about it, the more I'm like I should really check that out. Give it a shot. Add it to my list. Yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Is it Tombstone? Um, no, I just rather step on people's <laughs> plugs and like hurt my hurt my foot. I'm just like ah. Perfect. All right. So with that, we're gonna say goodbye. And uh, that was the worst joke ever. Yep, it's great. Tune in next week when we uh, <laughs> we wrap this shit up. Been a lot of fun talking Fast and Furious, but uh, you can't say goodbye without a good wrap up episode. So uh, tune in next week. It's been it's been it's a be lot fun. of fun talking about them. Ah, some of them lesser to watch. <laughs> Looking at you, Hobbs and Shaw. That's the Looking binge buddy's way, four. man. <laughs> <laughs> we suffer for our enter- to entertain you people. We suffer. <laughs> we like at least a third of the franchises we watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's our new Bye. <laughs>